Hey guys, welcome back to That's What She Searched. I'm Tara. And I'm Sarah. And we are your hosts. Today we are going to be talking about um, what Google likes to take control of. So, <laughs> Yeah, we're going to cover um, two kind of quick hit topics today. Um, title tags, uh, what they are and how they affect SEO, and then some best practices for optimizing title tags on your website. Yeah, so there's been an article swarming around the last <laughs> few weeks um, that talks about how Google likes to change title tags. Um, this has kind of been a known fact for the past couple of years that they usually change what you have, but. Yeah, um, it's definitely not new. There was like kind of an uptick in, in Google rewriting title tags. I want to say like last fall. Um, and a lot of SEOs were kind of up in arms about it. I think we actually talked about it briefly on a, on a past episode. Probably. Um, but they kind of walked that back after a lot of like kind of internet back and forth and chatter about it. So they kind of like walked it back and, and gave some, I think a little bit like more specific guidance as to like how to write your title tags so that there is a smaller chance of Google rewriting them. Um, but I guess let's um, kind of zoom out and talk about what a title tag is first before we kind yeah. of get into the the best practices and how they um, can be rewritten on SERPs. So title tags are basically what you see in the search engine results page as the, as the little headline. Um, so typically the, the you know best practice is to keep it between, I think, 65 and 70 characters-ish. Um, and basically it just tells users what the page is about, the title of the page or um, a description of, you know, what company it might be. Um, but like we said, Google likes to change it. So you might not see those things um, depending on, you know, kind of what you're searching and what um, SEOs or site owners have changed that title tag to. And as far as like how a title tag can affect SEO, um, it's visible to the user, like Tara mentioned, on the search results page. Um, it's also visible in the browser tab. Yes. Um, so it can be helpful for like bookmarking if you've got like, you know, 20 tabs open in Chrome or whatever browser you're using and you can see like the favicon for the site usually and then some of the title tag. Mm -hmm. um, so it's also like, it's a user facing element. Um, when a user like hovers over the tab, it should show the title tag in full. Um, so we you know, want to make sure that what users are seeing is representative of your website and what's presented on the page. Um, so as far as how title tags affect SEO, um, Google has said pretty much that they're a tiny ranking factor. So it's not a huge piece of the algorithm that determines how high your site will rank in search results but it definitely has a big impact on your click-through rate or CTR. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, from an SEO perspective at an agency, um, we do like to take the time and kind of do the research about what should be your title tag. I know I personally um, like to do a little bit of like SERP analysis when it comes to title tags. And that can be difficult because if they're being changed, who really knows what's, you know, causing those specific sites to rank well, but um, 
we typically do a little bit of keyword research and um, competitor analysis or whatever it is to determine kind of what the title tags are as well. So we don't ignore them just because they're tiny, but um, yeah. Yeah, I think as far as driving traffic to the site, they can be really useful. Um, it's probably a main factor in what's going to incite someone to click on your result or not to. So I always think that that's important. Um, and like with anything else, you want it to be relevant to the content on the page. Mm -hmm. So that's key. That's something I think John Mueller from Google has, has noted as well. Um, what are some other um, recommendations you would make to optimize the title tag? Yeah, so um, Sarah and I were kind of looking through an article from Search Engine Journal that talked about this topic. And one of the big things that they uh, noticed was the length of a title tag. So Google mostly rewrote title tags that were either super long or super short. So I think just making sure that it's an optimal length is can be a really important factor in, in making sure that what you wrote shows up. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would keep it like Tara said, 60 characters or so. Um, it might be a little shorter for mobile search result pages too. So if you know that you have heavy mobile traffic, I would keep it on the shorter side of that, maybe like 50 to 60 characters. Mm -hmm, um, sure. Keep in mind that they're more likely to change your title tag on the SERP if it's too long. Another thing I thought was interesting um, in the Search Engine Journal article, which I think it's based on a study that came out a few weeks ago um, by zippy.com. So I just want to make sure we're giving credit yeah. where it's due. <laughs> um, they uh, also mentioned that brackets and parentheses um, are more likely, sorry, title tags with brackets or parentheses are more likely to be rewritten. So that's something definitely to keep in mind. Um, supposedly, they changed the page title with brackets 77.6% of the time and completely removed the words within the brackets 32.9% of the time. So um, not to mention those kind of are just adding characters and pixel space to your title tag. So True. Um, yeah, it just... Uh, eliminates some valuable real estate. Definitely. Uh, separators were another factor. So like colons, pipes, dashes. Um, I know I've used quite a few pipes. <laughs> I love the side. pipe. I know because it feels like it takes up less space. It it's looks nice cleaner. Yes. I know. I know. I know I'm sad about that, but I have noticed that very often though, it, Google replaces that pipe with a dash. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing I've noticed, you know, now that they say it, especially is just the length, they edit the length, but yeah. And I feel like I, I, I like to think that whatever I put as the title tag, even if Google changes it, Google is hopefully crawling it, but who knows? Um, yeah. And positive, positive impact. They're always testing so many different things. So one user might see a rewritten version of the title tag and another user might see the title tag that you wrote. And yeah, that's just another sure. way for Google to kind of like gather more information about like which types of title tags in general are better for mm -hmm. the user on the end. Yeah. So I think it's kind of a known thing too that Google likes to change meta descriptions sometimes. Oh yeah. Um, I feel like um, those are 
a lot more likely to be changed. I, I don't know the exact number, but it's definitely higher than the percentage of title tags that get rewritten. Yeah. I think some of that just comes from like wanting to, to improve relevancy right. for the user. So if they know and that you can maybe go so far as to like think that it's personalized a little bit, if they kind of have, if you, all of your recent searches were maybe transactional and intent. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and you know how it, uh, like bolds sometimes it'll bold mm-hmm. what you search for so it makes sense that they would pull that instead of what you put but exactly yeah they're free to take any snippet of content that's on the page and put it in that meta description yeah and a meta description is another thing that um doesn't really count as a ranking factor but can improve click-through rate you know conversion rate maybe things like that yeah um I know Tara mentioned um, keyword research um, that we'll do, you know, kind of when we're optimizing a page and we want to write a title tag that's optimized for search. Um, another thing I kind of recommend as like a best practice is like not to stuff your title tag with keywords. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. You see that a lot in sites that are kind of like over optimized and it mm-hmm. looks a little spammy. Um, yes. And users that don't even know SEO necessarily probably notice that. So, yeah, I agree. Um, I think that might also lean into um, the rewrites if Google sees that it's like keyword stuffed. Mm-hmm. Um, they might scrap your title tag kind of all yeah. together and come up with True. their own a better one. Yeah. Another area that we've noticed Google kind of changing things up on us is, um, or making changes I should say that we don't want them to make is in uh, our Google My Business or Google Business profiles. Um, The user suggested changes have been around for a while, but I feel like they've been extra intense lately. Um, Yeah, um, it's also been kind of like a puzzle to us where (laughs) these changes come from. Yeah. Because I think it's pretty rare, I would, that like almost never that true like users are submitting these you know changes yeah, to no. your services or your hours yeah um it kind of nobody cares that much <laughs> yeah and it's crazy that somebody like can do that and that google can kind of like implement that yes. change without they don't even notify the pro- google business profile owner yeah um so it's been like a puzzle to us as to like where these changes come from. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a team member notice something interesting though on one of his uh, accounts the other day. Yeah, so we were kind of just going over some changes on our sites or no, or you know something that we've noticed, and he noticed that on one of his, I believe, it was an HVAC site, um, that their services on Google My Business said oil change. And he could not figure out where that was coming from and realized that it was coming from a, um, I think it was in a blog post. Yes. It was in a blog post, like a comparison made. Yeah. It was, if you looked at the language of the blog post, it was very clear that it was just like an analogy. I think yeah. it said something like just as how, as sorry, <laughs> just like you would get an oil change regularly for your car, you should schedule regular air conditioner yeah. maintenance. Yes. It was totally like completely irrelevant. Yeah. And it was showing up on the Google My Business profile as a service that they offered. And we were just like, that could be very dangerous for a website 
or a Google My Business or, you know, confuse some users. Yeah, especially because it wasn't, that phrase was not even on a service page. It no. was on a blog post. Yeah, it was so. a good example of how accepting some of those changes on Google then can be dangerous for your website or, I mean, you know, for your Google My Business and, and things like that. Yeah, but another good reason to make sure you're checking regularly for any of those suggested edits. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we make sure to do that across all of our accounts in Google My Business because there are definitely changes that are suggested that are very false. And a lot of times clients will catch them and then it's, you know, nothing that we've done, but it's not the best look. So it can be very frustrating. Yep, especially for local businesses. There's so many people that are seeing your business in Yes. Google Maps or in um, Google search results, but coming from a yeah. GMB listing that um, you want to make sure all that information is as accurate as possible. Mm -hmm. This isn't necessarily a user suggested change that shows up on GMB, but we have also noticed that a lot of our like service, um, I'm sorry, restaurant clients um, will pull in the third party like ordering link. Nothing makes me matter than yeah. those things. It's so hard. They're so hard to change. I don't even think Google lets you change them a lot of the time. No, the the only person that can change them is the third party. So yeah. like Grubhub or DoorDash yeah. or Uber Eats. Um, if you're listening, please yeah. <laughs> at least give us the ability to edit those. Yes. Um, they are the only ones. And Google can't change them or remove them either. Um, you can set like a preferred ordering link. So if you, mm -hmm. if you're, if um, your restaurant offers its own in-house delivery or mm -hmm. online ordering, um, you can offer that as like a preferred link, but it will not remove the third party links. Yeah. Which is so frustrating. Yeah. The only way to get them removed is to reach out to the third party provider directly. So if it's a DoorDash link, you would need to reach out to DoorDash support. Mm -hmm. um, it's wild. Nothing makes me more upset. <laughs> I know. It gets very frustrating. Um, I know some of like the local listing management platforms can make some things difficult too. Like we've had clients that use a local listing platform without us knowing or whatever, and we'll make changes to their Google My Business and they won't stick. And they'll just change right back to the ones that were there before. So that can also, I mean, that's not necessarily on Google, but it's still frustrating when like something like a third party, um, you know, information base like that can override what the owner of the listing is changing, you know? So just frustrating. Thanks for tuning in to That's What She Searched. We hope you relate to some of our Google frustrations and we'll catch you on the SERPs. Bye. Get a beer blooper. <laughs> <laughs> yes.